yes uh civil war part two gotcha uh, yeah it's the man in the high castle <laughs> really is look at it <laughs> dance monkey dance Welcome to this week's episode of Dance Monkey Dance. I'm Chris. I'm John. How you doing, John? Doing great. Getting ready for the big holiday. Yeah. It's very fall-like down here in Florida. It's only about 70. Nice. Yeah. Did you buy your turkey? I bought my turkey last week because I was afraid they were going to sell out. Really? Yeah. Okay. But I I was looking for somewhere that would sell a, a, a fried turkey. Yeah. And I have not found any. Well, come on, you're 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 smart enough to fry a turkey on your own. No, I've I've seen too fire? many of those videos. <laughs> nope. Okay. All right. Well, what did you get? Like a turkey breast, or did you get like a whole turkey? Yeah, turkey breast. Oh, okay. I don't like the legs. Yeah, I'm not. We we get the turkey breast too because none nobody eats the legs or the wings in the house. So. Yeah. It would just be a waste. Yeah. Now, if they packed it with extra skin, that would be great. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you stuff it with anything? Uh, No. No? No. Carbs. <laughs> I was requested by the family to incorporate bacon somehow, and I was like, you want me to wrap the turkey in bacon? And they were like, yeah, we saw it on YouTube. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll look into that. But I don't know. I just wanted turkey. So. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. And you're going to cook to make sure that it's edible. Yep. (laughs) Ding, ding, ding. Yep. There was a a discussion earlier about um, having to make um, what was going to be brushed on the turkey, and I was like, I'm taking care of that. Oh. And I was informed that they were going to do it, and I was like, no, nope, I, I'll take care of that. What did they want to brush it with? There's a tendency to put a lot of garlic on the shit here. Oh, really? Even yeah. your daughter? Yeah. Oh. So I was like, nope. Nope. Butter. Butter and some, you know, some some herbs and stuff, but not not garlic. Well, you could do half butter, half garlic butter. Mm, I don't know. We'll see. Or make a garlic butter dipping sauce. <laughs> Here you go. Yep. You guys can dip your stuff into that. So, yeah. Well, good. I hope you have a good holiday. Well, it's exciting because I'm actually off this week for, and it's the first time I've had more than a single day off in a year and a half. So, uh, wow. So, yeah. 
paid holidays? Yes. Oh, nice. Yep. Wow. Yeah, it's uh, feels nice to be back in the workforce. <laughs> Don't get me wrong; the money's really good as a contractor, but you have to work constantly. Right. And that's you know that's that's not that's something that's discussed a whole lot. It's you know, a lot of times people just tell you, "Oh no, it's really good money," and then you get there, you you, you get into that situation, and you're like, "Oh, I've got to work every single day." Right. Right. And you can't say no because right. then they're not going to call. So. Right. So, yeah, it's nice to have a full time gig where they actually pay you to be off. Mm. So that'll, that'll be nice. Yes. I'm going to get my covid booster tomorrow. Oh, wow. Yeah. You'd be all set. You'd be bulletproof. I hope so. And I'm tempted. I'm going to tempt fate. I'm also going to get my flu shot this week. Oh, <laughs> I heard, I heard that may not be a good idea to do both at once. Well, it's it's not going to be on the same day. It'll be a couple oh, okay. days apart. So I'm hoping okay. that maybe, you know, it'll be enough. But yeah, I've I've heard people that are that got both at the same time and and got wiped out, so. Yeah. We'll see. Well, I'll be getting mine in January. <laughs> Cuz it's my next appointment. Oh. So yeah, they said it's supposed to be six months after your second shot is when you're supposed to get your booster. Uh, second shot was end of April. Okay, so it should be now. Yeah, <laughs> which is why I'm getting mine. Oh well, maybe I'll see if CVS has it. Yeah, they're free, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All the COVID stuff is free. Only in America. Oh wait. <laughs> But you're being a good citizen by getting it. I am. That's right. I walked into Jersey Mike's last night to get to pick up a sub order. Yeah. And I was the only one besides the people behind the counter wearing a mask. Oh, at mine, they don't even wear masks behind the counter. Oh, see, my my current thinking is as long as they have to wear masks, like I'm going to wear a mask because we're supporting them. Right. And why get them sick if, you know, if you don't have to? And they're coming in contact with hundreds of people a day and you're coming in contact with five. Yep. <laughs> yep. So I feel like that's the proper thing to do. So hmm. I walk in there and I'm wearing a mask and nobody else is. And I'm like, okay, I see how this fucking town goes. But, you know, whatever. That's how it is down here in Florida. Uh, I'm, I wear my mask everywhere. I even went to the big IAPA convention last week. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, did you see anything good? No. <laughs> no. Um, it, it's for redneck water parks. That's what I've pretty much decided. Oh, that's what it's gone to? And because those are the, the people there. It's like, yeah, I'm wearing my mask. <laughs> it, it wasn't horribly crowded, but I still wasn't going to risk it. Nice. And I also didn't eat anything there, too, because... You know, usually there's a bunch of samples of stuff, and it's like, yeah, you aren't wearing a mask, and um, you mean yeah. you don't want somebody touching your free sample that's licked their fingers recently? No, <laughs> no, no. Lots of bounce houses. But that's how you're going to get herd, uh, herd immunity, John. Immunity is that yeah. what it is? You should just go to the hospital and lick somebody with COVID, and then you're cured. That's right. Mm. At least that's what they want you to think. Yeah. 
That's not how it works. <laughs> it's not how any of this works. No. I know you're a big SNL fan. Did you did you watch the one this weekend? I did. Did you see the Republican or not skit? Yes. Where it was sponsored by Orlando. Yes. <laughs> where it was hilarious. Where where Democrats visit and Republicans live. Live. Uh huh. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I mean, it's just, that's just funny because if SNL knew exactly how many Democrats or people of Democratic thinking actually lived in Orlando. You know. Yeah, it would be different if it was Florida where yeah. Democrats visit and but yeah. Yeah, Orlando is a is it's very democratic. It's very democratic, so it it yep. was funny, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean SNL is very hit or miss. That was the only thing I watched only because it it came up um I think it was on comicbook.com or something they were talking about the Shang Chi guy being on yeah. SNL. Shang Chi. Sorry. Shang Chi. Was was he any good as a you know as a comedic? Actor? Uh, he he held his own. Yeah. They did a skit with the other Asian cast member about how you know the other guy, what's his name Bowen Yang. Okay. Kept getting. You know, recognized as oh, the first Asian American cast member on SNL, and they did this whole skit where they were both getting these lame awards. Okay. And you know, one of them was uh, was Simu Liu was the first Asian, the first Asian American or uh, the first Asian actor to. Uh, oh, what was it? It was a pic. It showed a picture of him on Splash Mountain, and he like. <laughs> was looking kind of pissed <laughs> okay and um they just kept it kept going back and forth that you know people would pop into the dressing room with i've, I've got an award for someone but i don't know who it's for <laughs> it's like well what is it <laughs> <laughs> it was cute but I, I, I don't know snl just isn't that funny anymore which is sad because like the the betty white episode was like the funniest shit they had done in years and now it's just kind of eh like next I think it's next week is Billie Eilish yeah. as both the musical guest and the star uh, and it's like oh really why do they tend to put actors or singers in acting roles when they're not actors do you think um, she's trying to build an acting career on top of the music and like you know I I want to know what her real story is because like five years ago she was all goth and demons and there was gonna be a, a Halloween Horror Nights haunted house based on her and now all of a sudden she's blonde and she's perky and she's working for Disney and it's like what the fuck you don't think she's going the Lady Gaga route of like constantly trying to reinvent herself. I don't know. It it's just very weird. <laughs> just very weird. Because Lady Gaga will keep her fans. Yeah. Even though she keeps doing like different like she's doing more acting now. Right. But I I don't know. I think when you make such a drastic change to your personality, you end up losing your fan base. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely see that. Um, Billie Eilish is young enough 
that she definitely can go through phases of shit without really yeah. killing her career. Yeah. And I feel like maybe that's what she's doing. Like, oh, we're going to do the goth emo thing right now. And we're going to do the green and black hair. Right. And now we're going to do the um, um, Marilyn Monroe look and see what that does. Hmm. Um, you know, I didn't watch the thing on Disney Plus of her concert or whatever that was. Yeah, I so have no interest in that. I don't really know her music, so... I'm not the target audience, so I'm not going to guess, but I mean, I can see as, as like maybe her management or her as a growing artist is like, okay, I've done this. I'm kind of over this now. I don't want to keep doing this forever. Hmm. You know, she doesn't want to be Marilyn Manson. She wants to be, you know, Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. She was Sally in the, the most recent Nightmare Before Christmas concert. I saw that. Yeah. She's, and I mean, she was good in it. I mean, I liked, I I, I liked her performance of it. I liked the fact that, you know, some of them got dressed up. Yep. You know, that, that showed, you know, some, you know, some effort being made. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, it's also like Danny Elfman is is really showing his age these days. And, oh, well, so is Paul Rubens. And Paul Rubens, yeah. But at least his career bounced back. Yeah. I mean, there's a there's an entire generation of people that don't even know the story of the of the movie theater. In Sarasota, Florida. Yeah. It's always Florida, man. Yeah, it is. When shit goes down, it's Florida. It's Florida. <laughs> oh, well. So, did you watch anything interesting this week? Um, I think you should check out the first 10 minutes or so of, of the last Batwoman. Okay. Because the first victim of... Uh, the new Poison Ivy is named Chris Hainer. Really? Yes. Oh. Okay. And he en- he ends up getting um, entombed in a honeycomb with like honeybees in it and stuff. Oh. It was interesting. My You're nightmare. famous now. You're famous now. Now you have your own cosplay. Who are you? I'm Chris Hainer. <laughs> And it's the first 10 minutes? About that. Yeah, he's the first victim of her. Okay. And how did it, like, like, how did they bring the name up? Uh, like the police reports. Oh. Like the police find him and, you know. Huh, interesting. Yeah. I... <clears throat> I watched the the first <clears throat> second season episode of Flash. So this is like a it's not a crossover, but it's like a multi-part story, right? Yes. And then they're doing five of these and then they're not back until like the spring or something from what I read. 
Yeah, and it's another one of those crossing universes. Right, but um, it's not a technical crossover because it's only happening on the Flash. Correct. Okay. But supposedly Batwoman is going to be in it. Okay. But um yeah, it's it's eh. And how was it? Eh. <laughs> I saw It was good. I saw a a screen cap of a really bad CGI character mm-hmm. and that's from that? Yes. Oh. Yes it is. Um he he comes from the future where the Flash has become evil and <laughs> destroyed the world. So he's come back in time to find the Flash and kill him before he's able to. Oh, okay. By turning into a weird video game animated character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. There's a new police chief who's a meta. Okay. What happened to, to police police chief Singh? Was that the gay one? Yeah. Uh, didn't he get killed? You're asking the wrong dude, man. I haven't watched The Flash in a couple of years now. Not since it became The Irish Show. And God, it still is. Um, Brandon Routh was a guest star on this last episode. Oh, well, at least they brought him back. Yeah. Good for him, I guess. I guess. Ever since he gave up uh, Legends of Tomorrow... I guess he needs work. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, well, maybe this will be the last year of the superhero shows. Maybe they'll give it a rest. Yeah, unfortunately. Is Stargirl and Black Lightning still on? I don't know. I don't watch any of that stuff anymore. No. No. You should. The Arrow was uh, was what was holding me to it, like yeah, th- that show. And then once that left, I was like, okay, I'm not really. the The Flash was not keeping my attention at all, and I never got into the other stuff. So. Yeah, I just liked it when Gorilla Grodd is on. <laughs> but he's not on enough, is he? No, he's not. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Uh, no, he's not. Um, I I watched the next two episodes of the forty four hundred I told you about last week. Yeah, I'm done. Oh, really? Yeah, that was fast. Well, they've they've made a very conscious decision to market it to a black audience. Okay. So all the storylines are about these different black people which is fine it's just i i don't have any association with that i don't have any shared experiences and the story itself just isn't doing it for me so okay i mean you gave it three episodes so you know four four episodes four so yeah fair enough yeah have you um have you taken a look at the show on amazon prime called the wheel of time I almost started watching it this morning. I'm I've watched the they released three episodes so far. I've watched the first yeah. two. Um, it's very much like um, Game of Thrones. 
Oh, okay. there is, there is, there, there's this prophecy of a, a, what they call the dragon being reborn that can help fight the evil. And, um, it's an interesting show because all the magic, like there's magic wielding, but it's only done by women. Okay. Like only they possess the the power to be able to manipulate things, but there's, they're fighting these like minotaur people at one point. Like it's really well done for not all of the special effects are well done, but the majority (laughs) of them are well done enough that it kept my interest for the first two episodes so far. Okay. So. Yeah, because there's nothing on freaking Amazon Prime right now. No, no. And I gave it a whirl because I saw some something, I think, on Reddit. And, you know, Reddit's a bunch of people that want to pick everything apart. So they were picking apart the visual effects. And some of it's not great. But then there are other shots where you're like, wow, that's like really, really good. Huh. So they're picking and choosing what they're focusing on. I'm sure that's a budgetary thing, but sure. You know, not everything can be the boys. So, right. But I thought it was pretty good. Oh, then I'll have to check it out for what it is. I also watched, um, there's a movie on, uh, Netflix called red notice. Okay. Which stars Ryan Reynolds, The Rock, and Gal Gadot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cleopatra's Eggs. Yes. Okay. Um, th- it was a really weird installment of Indiana Jones. Okay. Um, I'm convinced that Ryan Reynolds has reached that point in his, his career where he stopped playing characters. It's just himself. He's just Ryan Reynolds. Mm. And Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool, apparently. Like, that's just the way that it works. Like, like he wasn't acting for Deadpool. That's just him. Oh, okay. And so this was very much that. Like, when he was on screen, it was very much Deadpool. And The Rock has reached the point in his career where he's the action guy, but he's still The Rock. Right. And then you've got Gal Gadot, who's... I guess trying to act as somebody other than Wonder Woman, but uh, yeah, you know it. I think the problem with a lot of superhero casting these days is they get the superhero casting so right that it's hard to see them as anything other than that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm really kind of interested in, in um, oh, what's what's the mayor of. Oh, no, I can't even think of it. It's the new um, Jeremy Renner show that's on, like, Paramount+. Plus. Is that Mayor of Easttown? Something like that. But I've only really known Jeremy Renner in the last couple of years as Hawkeye. Right. So I'm like, is it going to just be, am I going to get pulled out because I'm like, that's Hawkeye? So I kind of feel like we're at that point. Like... Anytime you see Robert Downey Jr. now, are you thinking of the character or are you thinking of Tony Stark? Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, but it is, it's two hours long and it feels like it's two hours and 45 minutes. Oh, okay. 
I literally was like, this has got to be over soon. And I looked and there was still a half an hour to go. And I'd only been watching it for an hour and a half. Oh, and I was like, what the fuck is going on? Hmm. That's happened to me several times watching some things this week where I was like, it's got to be almost over. Like we've reached the MacGuffin. What are we doing? And then all of a sudden you're like, no, there's still like 45 minutes of this shit left. It's like, wow. Okay. I'm stopping that here. Um, I did watch the end of red notice. Um, but there it's, it's very, very heavily influenced by Indiana Jones. Yeah. Um, it's heavily influenced by like, um, national treasure and all that, like, you know, tomb Raider and all that hunting in the jungle stuff. Okay. So there's a, there's a big, like, Indiana Jones Easter egg in it. Okay. And so, you know, it's just like, okay. Uh, I know I got that because I'm a big nerd, but I don't know how many other people just watching that would get it. Hmm. So. Okay. I know you don't have Netflix, so. Yeah. It's all right. I don't know if you'd watch it anyway, but. Um, uh, well, after what, how you just described it, probably not. <laughs> all right, so. So I'll tell you the Easter egg then. Okay. They have, um, in the search for Cleopatra's eggs, they realize that the last one was stolen by Hitler and the Nazis. Of course. And it's been put in a secret bunker in, uh, Uruguay. Okay. One of those South American countries. And so they find the, the lost bunker of Hitler that's filled with all this art treasure. And there is a shot where they pan across and it's, it's very much set up to look like the end shot of Raiders of the Lost Ark where it's all these crates oh. and this long tunnel. Yeah. And there's a shot where they go across the, one of the crates and it says top secret U S army with oh. the with the number written on it so like the arc is there right they never show it but like i knew what that was from being a huge nerd but I, i'm you know i'm i'm sure anybody else would just look at that and be like oh look they have us stuff but that's that's like their their biggest homage to indiana jones besides like there's a couple of like call outs to Indiana Jones in it but yeah and then they have a car chase with cars that have been locked up in this bunker for 45 years 50 years whatever it is yeah. that still work and it's oh. like man no they wouldn't <laughs> I'll suspend my disbelief for some stuff but not that now you don't know that there's somebody living in the bunker who <laughs> takes the cars out for a spin just to make sure that they're still working right very true but you they know, didn't somebody's got to be there. There, well, they can't show everything, Chris. Well, if they're if, if they want me to believe, if they're going to introduce um, Chekhov's car, then they need to show me the person that's been working on it. You Chekhov from Star Trek? No, you know what Chekhov's gun is. <laughs> you know, you introduce something, you have to pay oh, it off yeah, later yeah. on. You have to pay it off. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if they if they had gone by a little door and the door opened and a mechanic came running out with a wrench and said, where are you going with my car in German? Then I would have been like, "Okay, 
That Fox explains it. Yeah. But I mean, I uh, I don't know if I'd recommend it. I mean, it's it's definitely just pointless popcorn action. There's no real depth to it. Okay. But, you know. Interesting. If you like Indiana Jones-esque things, but not as good, <laughs> you know. Interesting. Uh, are you gearing up for the holiday TV special season? Like what? Well, I, I think this is the first one I'm going to watch. <laughs> it's a very boy band holiday. Oh, God. With members of InSync, Boys to Men, 98 Degrees, O-Town, uh, New Kids on the Block. So are all the band members going to be there or is it just some no. of them? No, it's it's the three the three guys from InSync who don't have careers. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's Joey McIntyre from New Kids, and that's it. And it's a, and that's it. But it's all four guys from Ninety Eight Degrees, so that kind of tells you something. Uh, that's because Nick Lachey has nothing better to do. Exactly. Well, and if that's the case, what about his brother? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this looks interesting. Oh, and is it just like them singing, or is there actual like yeah. content to where like they're trying to solve the mystery of Christmas? Um, it appears that it's going to be just kind of a concert thing. Okay, that sounds terrible. Yes, it does. What's it called? A very boy band holiday. So it, they're not even like. They're, they're going to, like, include everybody. It's just not a Christmas thing. Yes. There'll be a Hanukkah number. There'll be a Kwanzaa number. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm glad that they're, you know, I'm sure it'll piss everybody off that that it's that they're saying holidays and not, you know, Christmas. It's the right. war on Christmas, damn it. Right. So, yeah, so that looks like a must watch. There's only one member of O-Town, two members of 98 Degrees, one member of New Edition, one member of Boys to Men. No, it's all four guys from 98 Degrees. Other band... Oh, wait a minute. Boys to Men's Wayne Morris... In sings Joey Fatone and Lance Bass. New kids, Joey McIntyre, 98 Degrees is Nick and Drew Lachey. Other boy band uh, members are slated to appear, including Chris Kirkpatrick, Voice to Men, Sean. So it sounds like, like there's a main group and mm-hmm. then other people kind of like filter in. <laughs> sure. Oh man, that's sad. Yes, but the thing I'm really looking forward to is they're doing another installment of Live in Front of a Studio Audience. Oh, really? Where they, where they do the, the Norman Lear sitcoms with a, you know, a cast live on TV. Right. Okay, hold on to your hat. We're getting different strokes and the facts of life. Different strokes is John Lithgow 
As Mr. Drummond? As Mr. Drummond. Kevin Hart and Damon Wayans as <laughs> uh, Willis and Arnold. Okay. And Anne Dowd. I guess she was on Handmaid's Tale, but she's going to play Mrs. Garrett. Oh, okay. And they haven't announced who's going to be in Facts of Life yet. Okay. Kevin Hart as Arnold is probably the most brilliant casting I've heard in a long time. <laughs> that is funny as shit. I think it's going to be hilarious. Whether you like Kevin Hart and his stand up or his movies, that's besides the point that this is fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. That is a, a brilliant casting choice. Airs December 7th on ABC. And they, streaming on Hulu the next day. And they haven't said who the Facts of Life thing is? No, not yet. That's weird. It says the cast of Facts of Life will be announced soon. Oh. So who do you want to see as Mindy Cohn? <laughs> who do you want to see as Tootie? Um, uh, you know, throwing Kevin Hart into this, like, like throwing adults into the kids characters, uh, huh, opens that up to a whole world of possibilities. Sure. <laughs> hmm. Who could, who could be Tootie? I think they need a guy in drag as Joe. Oh, I was going to say Brie Larson. <laughs> Brie Larson. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. That's not bad. Joe pulling a check. Yeah. She was always the tomboy. Yeah. Um, I don't know who would make a good tootie. Tootie. Maybe it's somebody from the blackish. <laughs> blackish, grownish, mixedish. <laughs> I mean, do you, do you stick a kid in there or do you, do you go with the adult? Oh, you know, the youngest daughter on Blackish might be funny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But even better, even better, Janet Jackson. There you go. How about, um, nah, she would just wreck I it. think Tom Arnold as, as, uh, Natalie. As Natalie? Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That'd be good. What about Blair? Uh, Little Nass. <laughs> I'm sure that that what's her name who played Blair is Lisa Welchel. Lisa Welchel is on the phone being like, "Wouldn't it be great if I came back as my character?" Right. Hey, they did it with uh, Florence on the Jeffersons. Yeah, I mean that could be their one. <sighs> That's that's funny. Yeah. That I might well, actually watch. I I'm looking forward to it. The first ones were really good. The only one that I the only thing that I didn't like about the um the all in the family one. Uh-huh. I understand they're live and breaking character, but when Jamie Foxx like called it yes. out. Yes. Yes. I was like, okay. Like I I think that's the most unprofessional thing an actor can do. Anytime you're in a live situation 
and shit goes awry, you have to be strong enough to be able to carry on. And those things, like when shit happens, um, what was his name? The guy that was the, the host for dancing with the stars, Tom Bergeron, Tom Bergeron. Yeah. He did a, an episode of dancing with the stars that was live where I guess the, the teleprompter went nuts. Okay. And he called out the crew member on live TV. Yeah. To fix it. And it was, they know what's going on in the back. Right. Like they are panicking that shit's not going right. You don't have to call attention to it Mm -hmm. to the public. And I felt that that there was the same thing with Jamie Foxx. If he can't keep it together, the last thing he needs to do is call attention to it. Right. So that's, that was my only gripe, but you're not doing sketch comedy. It's totally different. Yeah. Just, just roll with it, man. Mm Mm-hmm. So, what other uh, holiday specials are coming out? Uh, apparently, this week Disney Plus dropped the Lego Star Wars holiday special. Oh, which I I wasn't aware of. Didn't they release that last year? It was different last year. Oh, it's a new one. Yes, it's brand new. Oh. Well, that's interesting. Did you watch Home Home Sweet Home Alone? Nah, I got no interest in that. <laughs> no? No. Oh. Unless there was a cameo by Macaulay Calkin somewhere in there. Nope, just the just the brother from the first one. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, I, I just feel like it's a lot of it's too early for Christmas stuff. Yeah, I mean, every store you walk into is already playing Christmas music. And um, there's a ton of houses around here that are decorated for Christmas already. And I'm like, come on. Oh, you should see the house across the street. Oh, the one that decorated for Halloween? Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they went back and bought every Christmas inflatable now. Oh, fun. There's Santa in an outhouse. There's a sleigh. There's Santa in a rowboat. There's giant Santa. Mm. Santa in an outhouse. That's classy. Yeah, isn't it? Jesus. Yeah. And now other houses on the street are starting to decorate the same way. Not as many, but, you know. I just don't understand. Why not give Thanksgiving, like, its own breathing room? Um, because Thanksgiving sucks. <laughs> it's not, I'm sure it's not everybody's cup of tea, but like at least give it its due respect of like, you know, put up like a Arbor turkey Day? or something. See, I think, I think one of my big issues here is that we get a mini fall even though we're like subtropical. Right. Um, and growing up, like the leaves fell out of the trees between like the beginning of October and the middle of November. Right. So when people started putting up Christmas stuff, all the leaves were gone. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, we're in the middle of all of the leaves falling. 
So it looks like it looks like fall to me. It looks like autumn and it's not winter yet. But, you know, the house down the block has a bunch of fucking lights up and it's like it's too it's not fucking Christmas yet. Yeah. Drives me crazy. Did you tell him? Did you go down there knock on the door? No, but we did drive by one house that had decorated for Christmas on November 2nd. Okay. And they happened to be outside as I rode by with the window down. And I okay. did yell out that it's way too early for Christmas. <laughs> Do they yell back communist? No, and I don't no. really think they care, but I don't know. Well, you don't know. Maybe after you left and drove off, they like went back and, you know, no, they didn't. took everything down. No, they didn't. Got a big inflatable turkey out front now. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. I I don't put up my lights until December, so. It's uh, a war on Christmas, Chris. No, there's not. There is. There's a war on Christmas. No, there's not. You need you need to get it as early as possible. Merry Xmas. <clears throat> you should put everything up on November 1st, the day after Halloween. I'm not Disney. Pumpkins go away. The blow up snowman goes out. No, I'm not. I'm not Disney. I'm not overnighting my place into a different holiday. Why not? Because it's just a pain in the ass. I'm also not in charge of decorating, so. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. (laughs) So I'm talking to the wrong person. I guess. You guess? Hmm. Though the person you want to talk to doesn't listen either, so. (laughs) Yeah, that's weird. (laughs) Um, have you ever heard of a website called Crazy Days and Nights? No. It's a it's a gossip website. Okay. And there's there's a post from Friday that was really interesting. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things where they like try to be as vague as possible, but you can figure it out. Okay. So this one says this A minus list athlete slash entertainer turned mostly movie actor can say one thing about his departure from the franchise but the reality is he is starting gender transition he wants to become a woman but at the same time realizes that the years of steroid abuse will make it difficult for him to pass so he'll present as non-binary at least for now who do you think that could be hmm all right Say the first part again for me. This A-list athlete slash entertainer turned mostly movie actor. Athlete, entertainer, turned movie actor. Who's leaving a very successful franchise. I don't know. My mind is blank. Well, the speculation is David Bautista. Really? Yeah. And people are saying that it's like, 
you ha- you look at pictures of him when he was in WWE, and look at how much his face has changed since then. <laughs> hmm. Dave Batista. Let's look at some images here. I mean, I definitely feel like he's toned down his look from his WWE days. Like he's not trying to look like a monster anymore. He's just trying to be a fit dude. Yeah. Unlike the rock. Well, the rock had that, that reaction when he started acting where they were like, you can't be this big. You can't be this muscular. Yep. So he, he slimmed way down and then, got nothing but shitty movies and then was like no let's go back the other way interesting I mean do you do you buy into that speculation uh no no but I just I just find it very intriguing some of the shit they post Is there a difference? Like, is the blind item, is that what? They're all blind items. Okay. But sometimes they they will, um, it'll get revealed at some point. This foreign-born permanent A-list singer has been battling a life-or-death illness and is not winning. And that's all it says. Mm-hmm. And then Phil Collins. <laughs> uh, that's a good guess. Elton John, Justin Bieber, Olivia Newton-John. Well, she was she had cancer or something, right? Yeah. Tim Curry. Well, no shit. Uh, I know Phil Collins is struggling. Is he? Yes. Oh. But he's touring with uh, Genesis. What is he struggling with? Do we know? Uh, I don't remember. Celine Dion? I mean, she hasn't looked good since, like, her husband died. Yeah. She's becoming a man. <laughs> Someone posted something on DM a few weeks ago about her being unable to leave bed. Well, that's because her head's so big, it's hard to lift it. <laughs> uh, says Phil Collins has a number of health issues. Started with an injured vertebrae in his upper neck that's left him with crippling nerve damage. Uh, alcoholism. Type 2 diabetes. Oh, damn. I just saw a recent picture of him. With the cane? No, he's like sitting in a chair singing, I guess. Okay. And I don't say this to be mean, but he looks like, you know, you know, when people with like cerebral palsy try to talk. Yes. That's what he looks like. Oh. 
I mean, it's such a shame. He was such a good drummer. Like, yeah. But I mean, it doesn't matter how successful you are. Doesn't matter how much money you have. Health doesn't fucking stop for anything. Like if you get, if you get a disease, it's not a whole lot they can do. And it just fucking tears you apart. Mm. Wow. It's sad. It is. Let's see. What's the next one? About a decade and a half ago, this wannabe A++ lister, who has also won many awards not usually associated with someone in his field, had a few sexual encounters with this foreign A++ singer-musician whose name is not the name he was born with and who has had too many hits to name. The wannabe A++ lister was the bottom in their encounters. That's Elton John and Little Nas X. <laughs> uh, of course, they're all saying George Michael, Freddie Mercury. Uh, why, is, why is everybody saying Al Gore? <laughs> what the fuck? People do that just to mess with other people. Sting, Mick Jagger, and for foreign-born A++ lister. So it's all just like a bunch of conjecture? Yeah. But once in a while, you'll see like underneath where it says blind item. Yeah. Um, in italics, it will like, once it's been revealed, it will say what it is. Like there is one... December 13th, 2017, this A-list celebrity host keeps on talking a good game, but till he, till he stops cheating on his celebrity girlfriend with the former A-minus list, mostly television actress, it is all talk. And that's revealed that it's Anthony Bourdain, Asia Argento, and Rose McGowan. Oh. Every single day for the past few weeks, the public the public has been bombarded with at least one and sometimes two stories about this A-list acting couple and their sex life or other stories to distract. From what? The blind, the blind a couple of weeks ago that referenced another grooming scandal about to hit the actress, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh... But does that really, like, do we care about Will Smith and Jada? I guess some. Well, does. there there has been a lot of weird stories in the press about them recently. Yeah. So I'm sure they're coming from somewhere. <laughs> you know, most likely their their own PR machine. <laughs> And some of them are just stupid, like November 10th, 2021. I thought this very young climate activist was not a meat eater, unless they have created some type of steak that looks like a steak cooked at a steakhouse. Then I guess she's now a meat eater. Is that supposed okay, to be like so, Greta? Yes. It's like, well, how many young climate activists are there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying who it is, but... But it's definitely her. This is who it is. That's weird. Yeah, it's bizarre. There's some funny stuff in there. 
good time waster. <laughs> no, I'd never heard of this before. No? No. Yeah. Well, there you go. Now you have something else. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, Just what I need. Yes. And I guess entertainment lawyer who posted all of these is who runs the site? Um, I thought entertainment lawyer was Harvey Levin of TMZ. Oh, I don't know. It, it, it all says posted by Ent Lawyer at 9 a.m. at 9.15 a.m. Oh. 9.30 Oh, does he run this? I don't know. I guess I never really looked at the the bylines. Oh. This comedian host would be pretty broke if not for the significant other being crazy rich and paying all of his bills for him. So it's kind of shocking he's cheating with a very young stand-up comic who has not been doing stand-up for long. Uh, John Mulaney? Jay Moore? Jay Moore? He hasn't been doing stand-up for 20 years. I don't know. I mean, look, his ex-wife, Nikki Cox, used to be a knockout until she had all that weird shit done to her face. Right. So... And maybe maybe he was just like you know time to. Chris Hardwick is up there. Uh, Jimmy. How Fallon. old is the blind? This is twelve days ago. Oh. November eighth. Okay. Laying down with the stand-up calls for a sit-down. <laughs> I mean, some of these people are funny. Yeah. Colin Jost and ScarJo. Oh. Yeah, but he doesn't do stand-up. No. Ambiguous, ambiguous pronouns seem to indicate this is a gay affair. Again, who cares? Chris Hardwick. But he and Lydia Hurst are married. Why you significant other? Well, and I thought the people on Reddit were catty. <laughs> <clears throat> but with like, with names, screen names like Scooter McGee and Literary Lioness, Mornin' Lori. <laughs> Huckleberry, Jesus. No, it's definitely an interesting site. Yeah. I think the, the posts are just vague enough to not get sued. <laughs> well, and they don't have to prove anything either. I mean, the way this is worded, we could write these. 
and like just have everybody go nuts over it and somebody who kind of it's like horoscopes yes it, it would just be like enough for somebody to look at that and be like fuck they're talking about me right fucking Hollywood man hmm. it's all part of the problem what a weird place mm-hmm The top story on CNN is the mysterious case of a Nevada woman's vote in the 2020 election three years after her death is now solved. The fraud was committed by a Republican. (gasps) Gasp. It is funny when it's like, you know, oh, there was a bunch of voter fraud. Yeah, by you guys. Right. Well, we didn't say who did it. But the real interesting story is the one on the other corner. She died from a snake bite, but the real killer was her husband. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Uthra's, Uthra. <laughs> Uthra's mother yes. found her daughter lying motionless in bed at the family home, her left arm dotted with blood. <laughs> yes, he. Uh, Uthra's father... <laughs> was paying the husband $107 a month to take care of his daughter. Are we sure that Uthra just didn't lose a battle to Godzilla? Yes. Is that the snake bite? Diabolical and ghastly. Judge found Uthra's death was caused by the cobra, but the real killer was her husband. Yeah, have you gotten to the picture of him holding the the two cobras? Mm, oh, is that him, or is that just a dude? That's holding? him. No, that's him. Oh. Okay. Or wait a minute. <clears throat> oh no, that's somebody else. Oh, if you keep keep. He's a renowned snake expert. If you keep scrolling down, though, there's a really disturbing gif of like a mannequin in bed with a cobra oh, with the snake on her. it. Oh crap! Oh man! <laughs> oh, that's my nightmare. <laughs> that's my fucking nightmare right there. Oh my god! That's fucked up, man. I'll hand it to CNN, like. This this just side story has a ton of like added visuals to it. Uh-huh. And like death by snake bite and like all these different little things going on. So if you if you scroll all the way down to the paid content, is there a picture of Judy Gar- Garland reading a life magazine? No. Okay, then maybe it's just mine. There's there's a picture of her on clearly on the set of The Wizard of Oz sitting outside reading a life magazine and some of the munchkins next to her. Uh-huh. And one of the munchkins is in his underwear. Oh Jesus. <laughs> like like okay. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, did you see it? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> What the? F- <laughs> and it looks like a little kid dressed as an older 
yes. person. So I don't know what's going on there. Wow. Oh, snake bites. Snake bites in the Wizard of Oz. That's it. I know I don't want to generalize about an entire society of people. But? But. Are you going to rag on little people? No. Oh, okay. The company that I used to work for here in town <clears throat> uh -huh. employed a large number of Indian um, engineers. Okay. And they would bring them over a lot to train them on the system. So we were constantly having run-ins with these Indian people. A lot of them are very anti-woman. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's part of their culture. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to stereotype because I don't want anybody to stereotype about me, but the I've met a lot of them that are just like women are worthless. And it's like, wow. Yeah. Okay. There's still a lot of that in the world. I guess. I mean, I, I see it mostly in those in those countries of like India and some of the Chinese guys that I've I've worked with and stuff. But like, it's just it's just weird that, you know, we're in the 21st century and you would think that there'd be some kind of advancement. Mm, no, but for every step forward, we take five backwards. For all the wealth in the world, there's still people living in garbage dumps. Well, you know, when you think cows are sacred and you won't clean up their shit because that's a good tiding. <laughs> of course people are going to get fucking sick. Yeah. But, you know, such a weird fucking world. Yeah. If I said the name Art LaFleur to you, would you know who I was talking about? Mm, it sounds familiar. He is an actor. Okay. Uh, who just passed away. Passed away? Yeah. He looks like um, Al Bundy. He he was... Uh, what most people would probably know him from is the movie The Sandlot. Yep. He played Babe Ruth in it. Okay. Um, but he's been in Field of Dreams and MASH, and um, he's had a, like a super long career. Oh, okay. And he just succumbed to a 10-year battle with Parkinson's. Mm, that's so, rough. Yeah. He also played the Tooth Fairy in the, the Santa yes. Claus movies. Yes. That's <laughs> where I know him from. Yep. Okay. So, yeah. Good character actor. Yeah, too bad. Passed away. No more. Well, y'all got to go sometime. We do. I mean, I'm sure Parkinson's is not a fun disease to die from. Uh, no. I would agree. I mean, I'm not really sure what kills you with Parkinson's. Whether it's it's the inability to control like maybe breathing or I don't know it's but it's got to be up there with like the the people who die of Alzheimer's where like they forget to swallow yeah and shit like that or they forget to eat and then they die from it like that's just that's no way to fucking go out 
Mm, two major causes of death are falls and pneumonia. Interesting. Yeah. I can see the falls for sure. I mean, if you're having trouble controlling your muscles. Yep. But sad, another one gone. Mm, yeah. Oh, I don't want to end it on a sad note. Don't? No. Or you could talk about the new Janet Jackson documentary. Was that the one where she, she's roping in Les Moonves with the... Um, the plot to show her nipple? The plot to show her <laughs> nipple, yeah. Yes. How come none of that shit's come out until now? Because she needs attention. Oh, is that what it is? I'm really at that point where I think anybody who's a celebrity, you don't believe a damn thing about them. <laughs> you know, the whole Ruby Rose Batwoman thing, uh, the the chick from Black Panther who got hurt. Yeah. It's like it's it's all for attention. Yeah. I mean my my first question is when is her new album coming out? Yeah. Because it, it feels like, you know, we'll do an album and a documentary. Oh, we should bring up the past so that people can remember who you are. Right. I mean, you don't hear from the rest of the Jackson 5, so why are we listening to her? Uh, she has a new album in 2022, and she's also going to have new music released before the end of the year. Oh, there you go. So, yep. Oh, the documentary is just on the Super Bowl. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I thought it was something more than that, but okay. No. Nope. It's about her nipple. That oh. nasty thing she was wearing on it. All right. So she's 55 years old now. When, how, how long ago was that? I was in Florida. So... It was quite a while ago. Uh, I guess my question is... 2004. Why do we care? Exactly. Why does why does her nipple shield need a, a documentary? And why is the New York Times doing it? And it's entitled Malfunction. That's just weird, man. Culture, cultural revisionism content is what they're classifying this as. Okay. In the form of malfunction, the dressing down of Janet Jackson. The documentary is an installment of the New York Times Presents, which is the impactful framing Britney Spears is also a part of. In fact, the two, document the two documentaries are structured quite similarly with old footage and commentary using key figures coming together to offer a familiar critique on misogyny, media, and Justin Timberlake. Was Justin Timberlake in the Britney Spears? I guess he was. I guess he was part of the Britney Spears story. Yeah. They lost their virginity to each other. <laughs> to sum up briefly, Janet Jackson and her stylist came up with the costume stunt 
At least that's what Sally Fertini, former senior vice president for MTV, believes. It was supposed to reveal a red bustier, not her nipple. But Jackson didn't run her idea by CBS or any of the other event producers. Justin Timberlake only learned about it the day of the performance. Not one, no one rehearsed the big moment, which in hindsight, everyone regrets. So the whole thing's just weird. He pulled too hard. Is that what happened? <laughs> like, uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to watch this fucking documentary because that just seems like a waste. But if it was going to reveal like a red bustier or a, or a red bra, it's like you think she'd be wearing that big old piece of hardware on it. <laughs> I mean, People it, like what the hell's wrong with her boob? It was massive. And, and it was it for anybody who didn't see it live or was too young to remember. There wasn't like TiVo like TiVo was mm-hmm. a very selective thing back then. Not many people had it. Couldn't pause live TV. That wouldn't happen for another couple of years. Like it happened. The lights went out and people were like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. And not only was it her bare breast, but she was wearing this giant metal nipple shield thing in the shape mm-hmm. of like a star. And people were like, what the fuck? So why this is coming out. How many years later? 18 15? years, 15 years later. Yeah. That's weird. Somebody needed attention. Like I said, <laughs> I guess. According to the New York Times reporter Rachel Abrams, Moonvez demanded Timberlake and Jackson apologize to him for the incident in person. Timberlake showed up on CBS Los Angeles offices and kissed the ring, but Jackson refused. <laughs> Meanwhile, public outrage grew. I don't remember there being that big of a deal. But maybe it wasn't a big deal with the people that we hung out with. That's probably it. <clears throat> you know, it was it was a thing that happened on television we were all working in entertainment and it was like, wow, we all would have gotten fired if that had happened. And we moved on. Yeah. But I don't remember like apologies and fucking all kinds of stupid shit. No, it's weird. Which is why she would be perfect to be Tootie. <laughs> in the facts of life. Wow. Way to bring that back even around. Do it with this big old shield on her boob. There you go. <laughs> But, like, she's got a shirt on, and you can just see it, like, sticking out? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. I'm kind of interested into in what episode they're going to redo for Facts of Life yeah. and um, different strokes. You think it's the very special one where, where they almost get kidnapped by the child molester? Wasn't there one where one of them ran away from home and almost became a prostitute. Aren't you thinking of the real life of, um, the sister Dana Plato, Dana Plato. (laughs) No, I, I really remember an episode where, and maybe it wasn't facts of life. I don't know. Uh, run away from home. Oh, well, the episode is called The Runaway, and it's Tootie. (laughs) 
So there you go. <laughs> and the girl tries to recruit Tootie into the business. Come here, sugar. Let me show you how to do it. You just take your tongue and you put it there. Well, now that's the one I want them to do. Right? Because why not? I do like the fact if you type in into Google 80 sitcom runaway from home prostitute, it will pull up the facts of life one. Well, I put in facts of life <clears throat> runaway prostitute and it's the first hit. <laughs> wow. So good to know. I haven't lost my mind yet. Just shows you all the weird things that people can type into Google. Right. And you actually get results for. <clears throat> Tootie floats the rules when she sneaks off to New York City unchaperoned and narrowly escapes being recruited as a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need to make some money, honey? Yeah. Come here. Blair notices several tackily clad young girls milling about around the pimp and jokingly asks if those are his pimpettes. And Joe matter-of-factly replies, you got it. <laughs> Which prompts Natalie to look aghast and blurt out, you mean hookers? Which was funny in the 80s. Apparently. Because <clears throat> I'm sure they, they paused for a huge laugh there. I mean, so the only person in the cast that's a male for that episode is Gary or Larry Gilman as the man. And he's one of those character actors that if you clicked on him, you'd be like, that's the guy that's playing the pimp. This can't be. <laughs> Maybe he was trying to pick up one of the hookers. Oh, he died on my birthday this year. Sorry, Larry. <laughs> he died at the age of 90 so good for him wow what a shame oh you know what I want to see them do I want what? them to bring cousin Jerry back <laughs> I think cousin Jerry should play herself <laughs> okay that would be awesome That'd be so, you know. We just talked about her, didn't we? Mm, no. We just talked about her. I saw her somewhere else in another show of something. Oh, really? Yeah. What, what's her name? Jerry Jewell, G-E-R-I. She's in, um, she's in, in Deadwood. Oh, is she? Yeah, she plays, she, she works in the whorehouse, but she's like... <laughs> She's, she's the one that's like cleans up everything and like, oh. you know, she keeps trying to pick guys up and, and they won't take her upstairs and shit. Okay. That's where I saw her when we talked about that. I, I watched all of Deadwood. That's where I saw her. Okay. See, I knew it was coming back from somewhere. Ain't no thing but a chicken wing, right? That's it. Oh, all right. You got anything else for this week? Uh, no, no. I think that's enough. All I right. think we've given them enough. <laughs> Can never give them enough. 
Yes, you can. All right. Sometimes you give too much. Really? But you usually don't be aware of that until it's too late. Oh, okay. All right. Well, if you want to get in touch with us, you can always send us an email at info at dancemonkeypodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Let us know you're listening. So until next week, this is Chris. This is John. Have a good week. You're not Peter Parker. (laughs) 